So, joining us now from the Calcio Podcast, it's Mr. Sam Adamo himself. How's it going, Heath? All right, Sam. Happy to be here. We want to welcome you onto the podcast. I'm very um, excited. First time. Listen, eight episodes in and we haven't even talked soccer yet. Uh, we shameful, apologize. Shameful, we apologize shameful. to the fans. We're going to get into some soccer talk right now. Time to make amends. Specifically, we're going to talk about the Champions League, all right? Naturally. Just because the Calcio Podcast, they cover a lot of Italian soccer. So if you like Italian soccer, you know where to go. And I remind you, you can follow him on SoundCloud, iTunes, Much appreciated. Sam is a great tweeter. Is that what they call them? They call them tweeters? Tweeter, twatter, twatter. I don't know. Tweeter. Sam is great at Twitter. So his gifts are always on point. His polls, he's very interactive, so give him a follow. I always love I always love to know what the followers think. So yeah, a lot of interactive polls going up all the time. Um, some people rip on me for it, but I I, I don't know. I, I think it, I think it's a great interactive collaborative experience. So well, we rip on Sam because we love him realistically. So realis- that, that is why. So um, Champions League. Uh, we were gonna record this last week, but Sam's like, listen, there are two games this week. Wait a week, and then we'll get into it. Yeah, I thought, thought it would be inter- I thought it would be a little more interesting to kind of wait until the entire uh, draw for the yeah. for the round of sorry, not the round of sixteen. It's the the round of sixteen finals. is what just passed. Yeah, yeah, sorry, the the draw for the the quarterfinals will have been set, which it now is. Uh, so we know the um, you know the, the teams. We know the the what the fixture list is going to look like for it's uh, a couple very weeks time. interesting fixture list. If if I could say so myself, I think it's the draw made it. Two man matchups, but two fantastic matchups that you cannot wait to watch. Yeah, there, there, there's a couple of big ones here. So let's uh, let's just go through the list real quick, and then I guess we'll get into some yeah, predictions so and you know the keys keys to each game, and you know for for you degenerates out there that want to know uh, you know that want a little insight before making an educated guess and uh, placing a little bet three six five action. Listen, we're uh, we're here for you. Shout out to Juventus and shout out to Real Madrid because they won me over 150 bucks last week. And, and now, they're actually and now they're the incidentally. and now they're facing each other. So a rematch from uh, last year's finals. Yes, Real Madrid versus Juventus. That's the first one. This one is a little bit closer to me personally because I'm uh, I'm a diehard Juventus fan, like tattoo. But we're not going to be level. biased at all, right? Unlike Brady. Uh, well, I'll, unlike Brady, in the prediction you could be biased, but unlike Brady, when we're talking, I'll about give it, you. I'll give you. A, we could save that one for. Right, we'll oh, yeah, for she, last. You, do, do you want to? Okay, listen. So, so, so let's go through the list real quick. Right. So first, Juve uh, face Real. Uh, Sevilla is against Bayern. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool is against Man City, which is the second massive. big one. That's massive, a massive one. And then Barcelona against Roma. Yeah. So, which one do you want to start with? Um, just just in general, I think. I mean, if you want to kind of go over the, maybe the last round real quick. So yeah. some of the, so some results that stood out were obviously, um, were obviously Manchester United losing. I didn't want to bring that one up specifically. But I knew it was going to come up. No, soon. no, I did, but I did actually, but not I right off the bat. But if you want to open with that, sure, let's. I mean, Sevilla, <sighs> Sevilla, uh, under Vincenzo Montella, former Milan manager, who had a very hard time at the start of the year, has kind of managed to, to rally the yeah, troops. Yeah, I guess it was that it was that substitution of Ben Yedder for me that kind of just did it. Well, one hundred percent. So the, the, this, this guy, Wissam Ben Yedder, French French player who has yet to even be capped by France. I think he might be getting capped soon for the very first time. Well, if you want to talk about World cats Cup by year, country, let's not talk about Balotelli getting snubbed by the Italy team. I don't know what that guy has to do to get into the team. <laughs> if you want to talk about like caps by country, let's talk there. But... You, want, you want to talk Champions League or do you want to hear me rant? Exactly. Let's, let's... go Champions League. So, so uh, anyway, Ben Yedder comes I, in, scores two goals. That I was think massive. Man, you controlled Manu. the first half yeah. rather well. And then something switched in the second half. I don't know if it was Jose switching up the tactics or not. Jose but... Mourinho has just not been very good in the Champions League the past several years, period. I think, so. I think in his last 10 like major European games, it's it's been very it's been very underwhelming. I don't know if he's won like two or three. 
And even last year in the Europa League, you guys squeaked by. I know it was like uh, Rostov. It was, it was uh, PSV. It was so I don't know. I don't know how convincing you guys were last year, and I don't know that. I don't know the Jose's really the Manta. They weren't. And, so. and in the league, sometimes they're very back and forth. They're very. Uh, they're not consistent. I mean, they're second place right now, but they're really not consistent. Yeah. They'll pull out. It's also. I mean, that that literally the for Premier me, League is also open. It's yeah. open shut right yeah. now. The, the, you know, the fact that Man U are in second is is, is nice, but I don't know. For me, every Man U game, I'm expecting it to be eight, City are running zero zero so, yeah. until like the 84th minute, and then Man U scores a goal. So um, that's every Man U win for me. So having said that, you know, Sevilla did pull through and good on them. Uh, so they've shown that they have the possibility to upset teams, but they're not doing very well in the in La Liga, and a lot of mm-hmm. people aren't too too sure of Montella's ability. Um, you know, could it be like? Uh, could he be like a Roberto Di Matteo at Chelsea in twenty twelve type of situation where they kind of throw away the league and just go all in in the Champions League and I don't know. Um, I think Bayern's too big of a team. I I, I, I tend I tend to agree with you. Um, Especially in the Champions League, Bayern very very much so they they take it to like a next level in my opinion. I mean sometimes you have not the like, past couple of years, but true. But you also have these like games where they come out and they can really batter opponents and just remind you that they're Bayern Munich, they're the German giants. And we, and we saw that last you in the saw last them, tie against Besiktas. Yeah, and you saw them last, it in the and, past what two years against Arsenal every time five one five zero. So yeah, they, I think that Bayern. I don't know if they're going to run away with this game. I think it might be tighter than we think. But you you got to give it to Bayern. I think yeah. overall, if you're betting on individual games, you probably want to go Bayern in both of them just to win them both. That's just, that's where the smart money is. Obviously, an upset maybe on the cards, but yeah, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if 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 there's any if there's anything to say about Sevilla and their possibility of upsetting Bayern, I think it's that Bayern don't have that much competition in the Bundesliga right now. So the means of comparison uh, that we might have. Compared to like a lot of other teams, like basically, I don't know that they've, se- I don't know that they've been in that many matches this year where they've been tested. No, uh, it's to- true. It's uh, so, and even in the Champions League, they've had like an easier run, right? So they, they flew through their group. Uh, I don't think they faced. Much I don't. I don't think they're the same Bayern Munich as a few years ago. Having said that, for me, they're Juve's bogey team. I never want to face them. I'd rather face Real Madrid or Barcelona than face them. They're the only wow. team that. In the, well, in the past several years, we've been doing very well in Europe and in Italy in general. We haven't beat them over two legs we beat a lot of other teams over two legs Eth is just we have uh, we have oh, some on, on we have a little March Madness right action going on here so and Eth is sweating because uh, Michigan State his champion are on the verge State. of having are, are on the verge of crashing his entire bracket what's the score yeah, right now right now it's 50-49 there's a minute 39 left 50. so we are going to send this to commercial break <laughs> and we will be right back from this commercial break after the are game are you serious finishes. I'm sending this to commercial right now okay pause Want to know how you can get your invoices paid in half the time? Invoice Sherpa does just that by automating your accounts receivable. Visit invoicesherpa.com today to get paid faster. And with that, and we're back. We are back. Ethan's bracket has officially busted. Um, I am very sad that my bracket just busted, but I don't think we mentioned this. It um, happens every year. I don't think we mentioned this before, but um. I think it's come up on like previous episodes of Bracket Busters, but I uh, I happen to be the reigning champ of Ethan's uh, March Madness. Yeah, and it just pool. stings. It just it stings. stings when... e- what stings even more is that I'm now in even better contention to win it on on the back of that result. And I I know nothing about basketball. Matter of fact, my bracket name is I've never seen a game in my life. Um, nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, so, so, sorry, n- nothing could be nearer to the to the truth. I I, I don't watch basketball. I um, watch all year. And this happens. It's funny how that works out. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's get back to what we were talking about. Okay, uh, we just covered the Sevilla. Yeah, Bayern, Bayern over Sevilla. Yeah, I don't think for there's sure. no shocks I, I, there. I'm not gonna have a just argument with you on there. I think Bayern's gonna go through quite easily. Maybe they'll have like a like a tough time away. 
Mm-hmm. But I think if Bayern at home, like they can win by yeah. Two uh, another another big result last in the last round was Roma topping um, topping Shakhtar. Yeah. Not the toughest of opponents, but it was a very tight game. Yeah. And it took uh, it took a bit of a f- a bit of a fluky goal um, at the Olimpico for Roma to get the one nil um, in the second leg, which tied it at two, and having them go away on on aggregate um, on away goals. Um, so go to that game right so now. Go, go to that Roma game got Barcelona. pretty ugly, and yeah, it's I, I don't know. Okay, so so the fact that Roma drew Barcelona is kind of wild because um, they, I mean, listen, you talk I, about I, the Italian league a lot. Yeah, so, so give us, okay. like, the inside on Roma. Okay, first so off, I want to ask you a question. I actually, yeah, go. Um, I can't pronounce his name. Under Sengiz Under Chengiz Under the the Undertaker. Okay, so the Undertaker. Yes. How much do you? How much impact do you, do you think that he could score against Barcelona? Do you think he could like keep it close, like just yes. him there? How much of an impact do you think he'll have on that game? So this guy was this guy was signed from Turkey in the summer, and there was a lot of hype around him with it, you know, in He's kind like, of certain twenty years old, yeah, in certain like kind of hipster niches of football fandom, uh, but recently. He's really broken out, and people have started to realize what all the hype is about, and he's been scoring for fun in the Italian league recently, and he scored the away goal in the Shakhtar uh, tie. So, um, now, is this guy is this guy for real? I don't know. Hard to say. I mean, he's only 20 years old, and we haven't, this is really the first time we're going to see him on the big stage. That's true. But if this kid comes out and scores a goal against Barcelona, kind of like Paulo Dybala did last year, I think it'll it, people will start Boost taking notice. Like level, the thing right? is, Paulo People already knew who Paulo Dybala was last year when he scored a brace against Barcelona, and he was like two years older than Under is now. Three, actually. He was, yeah, he was 23 at the time. So Under's 20 now. I, so the, you could just imagine how big an effect that would have if he were to like score one or two goals against Barca. That'd be wild. So to answer your question, can he do it? Um, I don't know. I, I think so. He, he, he's, he's definitely someone who I think will wind up at a bigger club in the future. And um, he, he's someone who just has that natural bit of quality that can maybe, you know, Right, where you can just kind of hope that he can create something out of nothing in this game, but you know you have to think that Barcelona have a lot more quality and are just okay, gonna for sure. And you have to uh, they be better teams. You have to look at they almost have so. Barcelona almost has Liga like wrapped up, right? Are they in a tight race? I can't really. I'm gonna it's not. Up. It's not. It's not super tight anymore. Uh, there was a like a couple of weeks ago that there was poss- Atleti had a chance to maybe just tighten the gap a little so bit more. Right but now with twenty nine games played, they're up they're, by eleven points. Yeah, so, so they probably have it wrapped up. So do you think they'll do? Like what Chelsea did in 2012, rest their players in the league and bring out their stars in the Champions League. Just for di- for different sure. reasons, obviously, because yeah. in 2012 Chelsea were just still crap in the league and they just you know they yeah, for they, different they rest- reasons, yes. But like, are they gonna? Well, I think it's it's gonna be the same. It's gonna be the same trident uh, in attack of of Messi, Suarez, and Dembele um, as as it is in the league. No question. I think. Listen, I think if Roma if Roma hadn't sold all their players the past couple <laughs> of years. Uh, as they had, that's just what happened. That would have soccer these days. Yeah, but I think if they hadn't sold all their players, and this is something that we've talked about on the cultural podcast, but I think if Roma had kept some of their players over the past couple of years that have been performing really well for them, they'd have a chance of maybe going to like the final. I was, I was going to say the final four. It's March Madness. March Madness in, is in in investing head. my brain. Uh, the the semifinal of the Champions League. I could totally see it happening. You know, like Amir Pjanic enforce that midfield a little bit more. Mo Salah, who's instead going to be playing for Liverpool against Man City, we'll talk about that. We'll talk next. about that in a sec. But yeah, um, you got to think. You then maybe you give Roma a bit more of a chance, but you just, they they're just slightly below the 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 quality maybe that you need to go into. Uh, oh, for sure. Going I, around I think, like this, I so. think if you're going to the Camp New, you're probably going to lose that game, right? Yeah, smart money says Barca. Depends how many away goals they can score. I don't think they might, will. Maybe they'll get one. But I think honestly, and this might be a little if bit. If you're Roma, cool. you want an away goal. That's yeah. it, and you could hold, and you hope that you keep the game tight. You probably want like a two-one loss at the Camp Nou, and maybe hope that you can keep Barca at a one goal uh, in Rome, and 
you know, get a couple and maybe just hope hope you get it to extra time. That's being realistic. So the, my, I'm probably going to be They're, bold here. I'm going to say that at home, I think Roma might force him to a draw. I don't know. Something's telling me. Unless Barcelona just comes out guns blazing, like scoring two in the first like <clears> 10 minutes, I think mm-hmm, Roma could hold him to a mm-hmm. draw. It's going to depend entirely on the... Uh, on 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 how well they are able to keep Messi in check, which is obviously very difficult because Leo Messi Extremely is so difficult. is so good that he could just create something out of nothing, right? Yeah. But you know, maybe um, maybe if Costas Manolas, the uh, the the big the big Greek Roma center back, kind of just gives him gives him the business a little bit and you know gets in his head. You never know. Um, but I don't know. Their, their coach has done has done some good things this year. Eusebio Di Francesco is a pretty young. Pretty young coach who's held in high regard in Italy, but that would really be that would really be something to pull to pull something off here. I would have liked to have seen a Roma Juve um, matchup. Yeah, I mean, matchup. Uh, maybe a classical matchup also. Like, that's never going to happen because I think UEFA doesn't want it to, and I think they'll do everything in their power to to avoid that from happening. They they want a classical final. That's fair. I'm not saying I'm not accusing anyone of anything, but I wouldn't be. Let's oh, just I, say I, I, mean, I completely. See I wouldn't be. Valid. I wouldn't be it's shocked if there's tampering. I don't know. Yeah. They, they want a classical final. We're so, never going to see that in the, let's round, go to the third of, matchup. round of eight. Yeah. Let's go Liverpool, Man City. Massive battle of one. Premier League teams. This is probably the second biggest matchup, in my opinion. This is pretty interesting, too, um, because... Man City's running away with the league, right? And they smoked Liverpool back in uh, 2017 in the fall, but yeah. on the return, on the reverse fixture, or not the reverse fixture, the, the, on in the return leg, uh, Liverpool actually managed to hand City their first defeat in I, I the Prem. I honestly think that... Beating them 4-3. This Liverpool team has turned a corner. I don't know what when it happened, but I think they turned a corner. I think they like switched their mentality. I think they started off the season kind of slow and then they've really turned it on. Maybe coinciding with Mo Salah, he's fucking killing it. Like maybe coinciding with that, but I just think they're clicking on a whole other level right now. And I think they can give Man City a real test here. Yeah. Which might just be me. Yeah, Pep, Pep pisses me off a little bit because I think he's only gone he's only gone to great teams and had great players and had lots of money everywhere he's been. I don't know that he can necessarily do it if he's if he like you know, sign for a Burnley. I don't think. I don't think he wins. I don't know that he wins. Hey, Burnley's doing well on their own. I don't know that he. I don't know that he wins the Premier League with Leicester. Is all I'm saying, just by virtue of his coaching. I, you know, I think he's. I think he's. Uh, you think he's like a system guy. He's, he's a good. He's a good coach, but he has great player. He's a, he's a good coach, but he has great player. I, I don't even know what that means, but yeah. So I'm using it like in like he, football. You're talking about a, a guy who works well in a system, right? I just think uh, he, um, he has good players and he asks for good players, and because he's at clubs with good money, he he gets what he wants, and then he's able to have them play a certain way that he likes. So if you're saying in that way he's a system yeah. manager, then yes, yeah. I, I guess so. Um, I definitely think you have in football and basketball, and especially in soccer, yeah. these managers that come to clubs, different clubs, and I want it integrate their system their ideology on the players and sometimes you're going to have to buy these I have a lot more respect fit. Yeah, I have a lot more respect for Antonio Conte who has done just that who has achieved success using his system and getting the most out of the players that he's always had his, had at his disposal um, he's actually wound up being at the last two clubs that he's coached Juve and now Chelsea he's wound up pretty disgruntled and pissed off at the lack of purchasing of new players almost because ownership is like well you know you're so good at what you do just yeah. just you know, motivate the players. I think Pep is the opposite. I think he, he just kind of, if he, if he doesn't have the tools, you'll hear him complain. And I don't think he'll do. I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll. Uh, I don't think he'll be. He'll be a successful. So, um, give me a prediction on this game, mate. Give me uh, uh, what on, do you think is gonna happen? If there's any upset, run me through. The, I think the most likely upset. I mean, because I don't know that I don't know that Juve beating Madrid would be an upset. Because I think that's a real possibility. Maybe the bookies will have them as. As, as an underdog, but yeah, I'll, I would. Check, I'll, I'll go check early. You, you do that. But I would consider Liverpool beating Man City to be a real upset. I think that's the biggest one that we could probably realistically see. Um, and I think, I think, uh, you know, depending on what the odds, what the odds say, it may be a very smart bet. Um, 
So if you if you I know just ha- having Liverpool go through on the tie wow. in general on on the Tuesday game on the April third game I think it's because Juve's at home actually but they're favorites I think it's because wow. Juve's at home first so they're favorites um, Bayern's obviously massive favorites Barcelona's even bigger favorites because okay. they're at home yeah of course and Liverpool's at home but they're actually underdogs so Bet three six there you go giving me there's a smart money. Money on Liverpool. They're giving me three to one odds right now. It's happening. Put um, money on Liverpool. For a tie, Juve. it's three point four to one, and for Man City to win, it's two point three to one. You have so, Liverpool to go through. That's a good bet. Nice little tenor on there. You probably get a nice little reward. I imagine. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see Liverpool pulling out a leg or uh, drawing one. Um, I'd love to see Klopp out, coach. <laughs> Pep Guardiola. I would and love I, it. Don't be surprised if the, it happens. The, the only thing for me is at Liverpool, they're very shaky at the back, and it starts with the goalie. At times, that's at, true. They've they've had some, I guess, not more consistent, but like better performances. Yeah. But they they didn't reach a level of consistency that Real has at the back, or hey, Bayern he, has at the back. Like, sure, that that's where or they even Juve, even Juve. But yeah, he, that's here's where they lack. Here's the thing, right? Liverpool are a familiar opponent for Man City. They're someone who know who who knows them and plays against them quite frequently. And I don't think they're going to be as intimidated as say like a, say a Roma goes to play Man City. I think Roma would be like shitting their pants a little bit, or Sevilla, right? Like crap, kind of like Sevilla are probably shitting their pants playing Bayern right now. Oh yeah. Although sure. you know, any pretty much anyone that Sevilla would have gotten drawn with, they'd probably be shitting their pants. But you it's, know, just it's the madness. Anything can happen. But it's man. in April. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I think I think uh, I think Liverpool will not be as intimidated by Man City. So don't be surprised if they can do a, if they can get a good result out of that Sam's one. Sam's bold prediction for the day. Let's go to the last matchup. Sam, you're like one. very eager to talk about this. This is the big one. Uh, I'm gonna have to cut. I'm sure I'm gonna have to cut you off because you're probably gonna go over time for everything. So Juve, we'll Real keep it short. Uh, give me your thoughts. Give me a key. Give me a key for Juve to win. Just one, if you want three, three. Give me a couple keys for Juve to win this game. I think a key for Juve in this one is gonna be their defensive responsibility, and I think they. That's fair. Uh, they, fair. But they're they're seen as being a very, I mean just in general people who may not watch them as often as I do or who haven't watched them as much this season may still think of them as being like a very you know classically uh, defensively responsible Italian team I'd argue that that isn't necessarily the case uh, to the same extent that it was last year when we shut out Barcelona over two legs we lost Leonardo Bonucci in the summer um, so the defenses look quite different Medi Benatia has kind of recently Filled in and I looked pretty. I think he played good. well against Tottenham. I, he, I, really, he, did, he, I think he had a solid performance. He had some hiccups. We scored. We 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 allowed three goals to Tottenham over three legs though, and in particular in the first half of the second leg, we looked really shaky. Buffon oh, yeah. did not look good on that one goal that Huang Ming Song scored. In the league, we've been doing all right. We actually drew to Spal yesterday, which was just infuriating because just infuriating because I I mean we were running away with the title and you know you got to put games like that to bed, but. No, couldn't couldn't even score. But you know that's a separate issue. We still didn't allow any goals, and we haven't allowed many many goals in City A for quite some time now. So again, people may look at that and say, "Oh well, you know, look how good, look how sound defensively they are." Yeah, I think that's true. But I think when you come up against like a Ronaldo, he could get like two goals or even three goals easily at like on the road. Like, and that it could happen, and, and you know, we saw it happen last year in the final. That's the yeah. problem. The difference now is that I think over two legs, Juve and Madrid will play a little bit differently. They're not going to go all guns blazing because they know that it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? For sure. So as long as Juve have a little bit of defensive responsibility throughout the tie, you never know because Dybala can, Dybala can punish you. Higuain against his former club. be nice to see him do well in a big game, which he's been known to not do at times. Um, you know, who knows? I think Higuain needs to, needs to find his clinical ability again. I think he's been lacking that reason. I think Dybala has really asserted himself as probably Juve's best 
attacking option. Higuain still he still has his moments in Italy for sure, but I think uh, I think his confidence his confidence yeah. are a little bit it's, his confidence is, is a little bit. Uh, I definitely say Paulo Dybala is the future of that team and whoever they buy, right? Maybe. It'll sell him. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, when I'm looking at this game, I'm thinking that Juve have a real chance of winning this, and it's on a couple ends. I think defensive. That's what I was going to say. Juve, uh, Juve has to keep a sound defensive line. They have to make sure to put constant pressure and to lock up Ronaldo. Uh, personally, I watched that Real Madrid PSG game. Bet Karim Benzema did not look good. I am oh. I am not scared of him right now. Oh. If I'm, I'm more uh, scared of Isco. Exactly. I'm more scared of Isco. I'm even scared of maybe Asensio, Lucas Vasquez because they have that that uh, flair to them. They have that little technical bit. ability. A little bit. And what? So for these players who've grown up and kind of through the system and everything, they know that do your thing and then get it to Ronaldo. I think Kareem Benzo is more of like a I want to score two type of guy, and I think that he does a lot of a lot of what he of what he can what he can from that position on a team. So I personally don't think Kareem Benzema uh, can push them over the edge. If he scores the winner and he scores the winner, and I'm wrong, then so what, right? But I just don't don't trust his kind of. I don't trust him. I don't, I don't yeah. trust him to score. My, my, I think if it comes down to it, I think I would trust Higuain to score on Navas more than I would trust. Benzema to score on uh, before. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think uh, Madrid just don't have much else to play for this season because their league campaign is absolutely done. And uh, to be honest, f- f- just fuck Madrid. I'm sorry, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we're explicit on iTunes. Fuck, fuck Madrid, man. My just... aunt listens to this, but she gives me shtick over it after. She 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 gives you a hard time. Oh, you're, you're a bunch <laughs> of schmucks swearing and swearing for the whole world to hear. Yeah. Um. Nah. Fuck Madrid. I don't want to see them three peat. I think I think now is uh, now's the time for them to, yeah, to go out. I haven't even thought of that. On, honest, honestly, I think I think that I think that if you were to beat them now in the quarterfinal, which it would be like the first time in so long, they wouldn't have made the semifinals. I think the fans would be super pissed off. It'd probably be the end of Zidane, and it would probably be time for them to maybe just take a look Re-back in the mirror. And yeah, hundred percent. I think I think uh, this this team may have gone to the end of the line. I think that'll be That's very, very apparent I mean, if, if you, you saw the, the Galacticos had their end, right? And then yeah. they sort of a new era. So this could very well be the end of the era. Uh, you brought up something very, that like I didn't even think of. You talked about the three-peat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, nah, just a question for you before we finish off this segment. Yeah, this, um, this, you see, this just in, Ronaldo scored a hat-trick today, by the way. That's what I wanted to, just wanted, to, just wanted to throw that in. He's really finding his stride route, and he's had a hard time in La Liga. He's been doing well in the Champions League all year, but he had a really slow start to the, to the, okay, so the year. 2018, he's been all guns blazing. So he's, he's looking hot again. A confident Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, sorry, hey, to, sorry to interrupt you. Well, just, 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 just something that you need to keep in mind. I think he's going to be the... It's it's easy to point to Ronaldo or Messi and say, oh, you know, they're gonna, you know, the tie's gonna depend on yeah. them. But I think in particular now with Madrid being a little bit weaker than they may than they maybe have been in the past two years, especially compared to last year, I think, uh, yeah, I think I think this I think a lot of this tie kind of lies on Ronaldo and his ability to perform. So I'm gonna ask you this question. Um, I have my opinion, but I want your opinion. Um, you see a lot in sports these days, and I'm gonna take basketball as a prime example, but there's football also. A lot of these teams getting, or even hockey, mm. two championships in a row, three championships in a row. Like the Penguins, the Penguins. are going for their third championship. Yes. Uh, LeBron, uh, Cleveland, Golden State, they're all going for like, they're there every year, right? Yeah. Or in football, the Patriots, the Patriots. there every year. It's a, good so, call. it's a good call. Just a question. How is it detrimental or is it good for the global game that Real Madrid is in the finals every year winning? Like, like how does this affect people's perception <sighs> or the European? Like, it's a big question. Take a couple minutes to answer it because we can't really get into too much, but like, how do you think this is for the game that Real Madrid is up there every single year? That's a good question. Um, I'm sure you can expand well, on it. Okay. And 
And I welcome you to let expand me, on it more in your podcast if you want I to. I like that. Uh-huh. Um, let me counter. Let me. Can I just retort with this? Of course. Was it good when Leicester? Was it good for football when Leicester City won the Premier League? I think it was fantastic for football. I tend to agree. I think it was tremendous for football. I think. Was it good when Monaco? We uh, you, you, go 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 ahead. You think you? Well, I just I no I I can expand on it if you want. I think it was fantastic for the Premier League. I think teams like Burnley so coming cool. up and like they're currently what seventh in the Premier League. I think that's fantastic. That's tremendous to show that like the game isn't all about just buying a player every two years and using him and then sending him somewhere else. I really think to to show that you can continually cultivate these these young players. Like Southampton right now, they're in like the relegation zone of EPL, but I mean you have them cultivating these these young players. You have them bringing up so many guys with the youth system, and I think that aspect of the game should not leave. I think Real Madrid winning three years in a row pushes it more towards like the back door of like people using it, right? People don't want to invest more money to buy more players. It's just what the NBA is doing with the salary cap, both baseball doing with their payrolls, yeah. invest money in players, and that's why okay. contracts are like going out, out of the roof. So that's my view on it. Th- there's a lot of, you know, it's 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 so far from grassroots football, which which is you know kind of it in its purest form and you know you're playing for your local club and oh you know you 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 come up through the through the youth ranks you know Madrid kind of stray away from that right they they acquire a lot of players by the same token though they're an established club who have this culture of winning and they have fans around the world so it it's also good for the game in that it attracts you know it attracts wide audiences when Ronaldo goes to the final and does well right True. Everyone from Cristiano. a business perspective so for sure here's what I say is bad okay here's what would be bad for football I think it would have been great for football as a whole if if Juve won the Champions League last year, I think it would have been would have been great for Italian football in particular, but um, I think it would have been nice to have seen Madrid lose for sure. I said that's from I, your I, perspective, right? From the Juve I think I think I think I think for most from most from most neutrals' really? perspective, they would agree though, right? Like you know, they would have liked to have seen Juve win because probably probably for that reason, right? Because Juve don't re- represent money in the same way as Madrid do. But like, that's true. let's think of it. Let's think of it this way, okay? Imagine if PSG were still in the competition, they were in the semifinal and they were in the final, right? And they maybe had a chance of winning it. I think that would be bad for football. I think that's a whole new level for a number of reasons. One is someone that who throws around money like PSG does compared to the source of their funds is also, um, you know, a trouble, uh, an it's issue a for some is, is an issue is an issue yeah. for some people because they're basically funded by Qatar. They're buying championships, basically, right? That's well, what a lot of people are saying in France, but I think they've yeah. shown that. They haven't even been able to do that in in Europe, right? You can't just you can't just buy a yeah, team. Never gotten you can't buy chemistry. Yeah. So uh, I I like a lot of people was very happy to see uh, PSG go out. It was kind of funny to see Real Madrid as like the plucky underdogs in that game, like who everyone was cheering for, and nobody wanted PSG to go through. It's kind of you know it's kind of it's kind of ironic. Made money off of it. I'm happy. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think that would have been bad for football. I think it's always nice when you have listen. For them to win three in a row, eh, it, it, it would be nice to have a different winner. It's always nice when you have a little variety, when you have someone who could, who could you know, shock the system a little bit. Uh, so, I mean, let me put it to you this way. Imagine if Sevilla, Liverpool, Roma, and Juve were in, the, were in the semifinal, right? Would that be good for football or would that be bad for football? Well, I don't know. Maybe some people may look at it and say, cool, right? People who watch all the time, they would say that's super cool. But people who don't may say, I, why? What is it? I want to see, they want, you know, people want to see Messi. People want to see the superstars, so... I'm going to say, if you ask someone who doesn't know much about soccer, they say, name me three teams in soccer. They'd probably say Real Madrid, Barcelona, uh, maybe Juventus or Manchester United, like one of those yeah. big teams, right? So yeah. no one would ever say like the Sevillas or the Liverpools. Like mm-hmm. If you're asking someone to name you three teams, it's Real Madrid first, Barcelona second, and if they even know a third one, someone else third. So personally, I, I'm, going to end, I'm going to end the show on this, or end the segment on this. Uh, I think it's a very... 
I don't think it's a very bad thing. From a business perspective, I agree that it's a good thing for Real Madrid to win again because you're selling more, whatever, yada, yada, the whole fallout from that. But from a fan's perspective, I want to see some more variety. Same thing that I want to see there in football is. with the Patriots not winning. That's why people cheer against the Patriots. That's why people cheer against the Penguins. That's why people cheer against LeBron or Steph Curry. That's why pe- people are hopping on the Rockets this year in, football, in basketball. People love to hate, man. Exactly. People love to hate uh, a good team. So, yeah. that, you know, that could also... There, there's also something to be said about that, yeah. right? People love rooting for an underdog. And I don't hate Real Madrid. I really don't. I think they, they have a great team. Um, they obviously can use a lot of improvements in certain places, like a new striker and amongst other things. But, I mean, I'm not a football manager. I only do one on a video game. <laughs> How's that going for you? Uh, I took, you know what? I took Brighton to the Premier League to, to win the Premier League in two years, and now we're in the Champions League. So that's pretty wild. We're all right, we're that's all pretty right wild. Nick yeah. Nick Gianaletti, if you're listening, there's hope. He's uh, managing Benevento right now. It's oh, not going too well. Good luck with that, Sam. Don't you use Benevento on FIFA? I've been known to. Um, and you've also been known to do lose. what on FIFA? Flues. Okay, so I, I, yeah, we're gonna finish on this. Uh, Sam, thank you for joining us. If anybody wants to play Sam on FIFA, let us know and. If, you guys if anyone wants a nice little, nice little uh, easy, easy, uh, easy opponent, you know, if you yeah. haven't played FIFA for a while, you want to get back into it. If you're trying to impress a girl or a up. guy hit or anything, me up. hit me up. Hit up Sam, play against him. You'll show the six nothing score, and be like, oh my your god, your confidence will, your confidence yeah. will just shoot right up. So Sam, thank you so much for joining us again. Check out the Couchio podcast, and hopefully we're going to be doing a lot of more uh, stuff between us soon. I mean, we're getting the website up. We're going to post some articles, and you guys are more than welcome to join on that. For sure. That'd be a lot of fun. That'd be a lot of fun. And we want to expand into the family. That'd be nice. Join join, uh, join, uh, join forces. There we go. Casual sports production. Yeah. Get out of sight. Casual... A casual sports talk. Get at us. Yes, do do get at us at uh, casual sports talk. But yeah, uh, get get, us. get at get at us as in me and uh, my 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 friend Nick, uh, my 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 colleague at uh, the Cultural Podcast at Cultural Podcast on Twitter, um, and uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Sam. For Thanks for having me. latest and greatest sports updates at casual sports pod